Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, alongside with Lance. And today we have a special guest host, Alec. He's been on a few of our episodes before, so definitely glad to have him back for this one. Glad to be back. As always, our episode today is brought to you by The Anime Show. Make sure to go check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Got amazing anime content. Our adult beverage of choice for myself is going to be a Winville straight bourbon whiskey. It's a uh, Washington-based company. Some pretty good whiskey. And then I got a Spotted Cow, per usual. Yeah. Alec, what about you? What do you got? I am drinking the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon uh, 10-year. I absolutely love this bottle. And chasing that down with a classic PBR, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Good old uh, Wisconsin classic right there. Absolutely. (laughs) College beer, that's for sure. (laughs) And for myself, I'm going to be copying Alec to the T. So it's all good. I'm liking it all. Yeah, that is some pretty good whiskey. I tried a little bit. Hadn't had it before. So glad. uh, Thank you, Alec, for bringing that by. Letting us have some. Oh, very welcome. Lance, can you give us a synopsis for our episode? Yep. So today we are going to be covering SAO Progressive Aria of a Starless Night. It is the first movie out of currently two because the second one just dropped like real recent. Yep. It's in theaters. Mm -hmm. All right. So for a quick synopsis of the first movie, we jump back into the first season of Sword Art Online, but in Asuna's perspective. The story starts with her life before she's ever tried Nerve Gear, who, by the way, her father, like, works for the Nerve Gear company. I don't remember if she's, like, the head, he's, like, the head guy or something, but, like, he's he's the CEO. He's up there. He's an important guy. She has a close friend, Mitsumi, who also loves video games and is kind of, like, her academic rival. Slash best friend. Slash best friend, especially here. Uh, And her friend gets her interested in trying SAO a little bit, but doesn't ultimately go through with it until she's sees a copy of the game on her brother's desk. So she eventually jumps in and starts up her own story. We all know the original storyline of SAO, but we get to see a lot of extra bits from, like I said, Asuno's perspective. And it adds a lot of fun things that we all would love to see, uh, especially before Kirito and Asuna meet up. And this movie covers nothing further than episode two of the first season, which is when they take down the first boss of the first level. And ultimately, it's definitely worth the watch. I would agree. 100%. This was an amazing film to watch. Highly recommend to anyone who is a fan of Sword Art Online. If you haven't seen the movie yet, definitely give it a chance. You won't regret it. Yes, I would agree. But before we get too far into our conversation, Lance, can you give us that? Lance's lesson. Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for scythe, and that is Ogama. Ogama is spelled O-G-A-M-A, and Ogama is very fitting for today's episode because one of our main characters is a scythe user, and it's really fun to see scythe users in some anime. Yeah, that's kind of really uncommon. It's not in every anime. Swords is basically the go-to for, you know, sharp weapons, but scythe has always got that extra edge to it. Yes. And it's always a main character weapon. I mean, 
mean, I've never seen a side character use a scythe. Like, if, if you're wielding mm. that, you know what you're doing. That's a good point. The only other scythe user I can really think of is Juzu from Tokyo Cool. I mean, we've gone, me and Alec are going through a couple scythe users beforehand. Lark, <laughs> Lark from um, Rising oh, yep. of the Shield Hero. Yep. Shield Hero, yep, and, that's right. Uh, the dad from Soul Eater, Maki, Maka's dad. Okay. Basically, he is a scythe. I think basically everybody from Soul Eater, right? Uh, no, because the Black Star or whatever his, he uses like the um the double sickle things yep yeah, the double sickle and then the the main the main girl is a scythe user right yes yeah, yeah the main girl but not mm-hmm. the the his rival person okay i mean it's been a long time since i've seen soul leader so and i've only seen like 10 episodes of soul leader oh, no, so. really oh that's yeah. one of my favorites i've watched it at least at least seven times <laughs> <laughs> it is a fantastic anime oh. <clears throat> but yeah there that kind of just drives a point i mean the scythes are not a common weapon that's in much anime yep and it's Mito, who is using it, she is an interesting character. Kind of the biggest difference between the anime show and then the movie is going to be her inclusion in the entire, basically in this world. Because right. before in the series, you basically didn't know anything about her. No. She actually, I looked back and rewatched the first couple episodes, and she's not even in the background. Nope. She's, no, not this even is a completely new character to the show. Yes. I also rewatched the first four episodes last night and mm-hmm. I was keeping an eye open for it too. Yep. There wasn't a single purple haired chick in that audience. <laughs> Nothing. I, during the entire se- the the entire movie, I was just waiting for her to die because I'm like, she's not in the series. Mm-hmm. How do they get rid of her? They hadn't done it yet. So I'm assuming the second one s- somewhere in this, in the series is going to, it's going to happen. She has to die. Yeah, I'm expecting it too. She's not included in the show. It's like, or are they going to redo the show and include her? <laughs> because it's her best friend quote unquote in the real world so besides finding Kirito that would have been goal number two was finding her and she never Asuna never does that so I can't imagine she's alive well she does she never finds her according to the storyline of Kirito <laughs> now there might be some side mission stuff going on when she's part of the whole um what was that blood knights or whatever uh the group that she's with uh with a white oh. with a white with a red trim I yes what right. oh my gosh. but yeah she does get all like royal yeah. built up but that's after episode four where i stopped so yeah <laughs> yeah well that's after because kirito one thing that they omit in the movie is that kirito basically tells her to find a clan that she can trust and stick with them to help her progress through and stay alive so he tells her that after they defeat the floor the first floor boss in the movie no in the show no, in the show, the show I, was, I was gonna say yeah because that way now i'm kind of running i'm merging the two together which one <laughs> happen where but yeah in the season yeah he does tell her to go do her own thing and if if she finds someone that she can trust yep you know lean into that yep and then in here they're obviously continuing their friendship slash party on because she follows him through the gate essentially at least as far as we can tell mm-hmm. yep. because the movie ends with them going through the gate entering level two and then they're together yeah so who was your favorite character to watch throughout this whole movie uh i I can go first. I'm going to say Asuna. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have... It's kind of hard not to. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she is the main character. I have issues with 
Mito and Kirito just isn't around enough to be a main character. So you only have two people to truly choose from. Mm-hmm. And I can't pick the second one. So what about you, Lance? Uh, I mean, number one, it has to be Asuna. Yes. It's just like, a, it's hard. Um, I know you're not really caring too much for Mito slash Misumi. Uh, I'll throw her a little bit of a bone. Okay. Um, she is one of the beta testers. Yep. I liked how she had that mindset of let's beat this game. I know how to get stronger. Let me teach you how to get stronger. And, you know, which is a great reflection on how Kirito acted in episode one and two of the original anime so it's nice to have that kind of parallel you know so that's not my reason for disdain for her oh i know i'm just trying to like (laughs) give her some props here no she she is a good character just i have a couple issues which i can bring up after alex uh talks about his favorite character i i loved uh watching asuna as well especially the my favorite part of the whole movie was even before sword art online even started just getting to know who she was as a real person before she got thrown into the game because I had always thought that she was this super gamer chick and she was really good at the game and to find out that she was not a gamer that she was thrown into this with knowing absolutely nothing I was like wow like that is some really deep you know character development that they threw in for her and I really appreciated that I kind of disagree with you Lance I like uh, actually uh, not Lance uh, Matt I liked Mito and there were some points that I think I'm going to counter to yours okay I would like to hear your disagreements first because I can I think I know where you're going with that but I don't want to predict anything so I want to see what your your raw thoughts are on this and okay. would love to continue our conversation about Mito. Yes. One thing just to kind of continue your conversation or your background on Asuna I really enjoyed that kind of getting to see the preamble to the series so that was really nice getting to see that you know she's this super smart person because outside of SAO as far as the real world is concerned you don't really know what her goals are you don't you're like okay yep she's in this special school with all of the other survivors everything's all focused around what kirito wants to do and what his goals are so it's nice to see you know asana is basically a genius you could say she's a top percent in her class well it brings into perspective how her parents are, tra- are like raising her too yeah because like her, her mom's a perfectionist bitch and her dad is <laughs> her dad's a much more like loving guy but he's too busy with work so he's never there yeah he's the your typical ceo that's always working and he's just like i love my kids but i need this money yeah because <laughs> i mean you see it their house is insane mm-hmm. mansion uh, of, of that caliber i guess and just to bring the perfectionist bitch back in the moment like <laughs> austin i told you breakfast is no later than 6 55 i'm like god damn it's <laughs> not she... even 7 a.m yet <laughs> if, if you look at the time she got there at like 6 57 like it yes. was like a couple minutes. Oh, was there late. a time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you I notice on the side, it's it's like two. She was like two minutes late. It wasn't anything uh, serious. And the only reason why she was late is because she was talking to one of their caregiver maids. Maids. I'm not entirely sure what she is. Helpers. Oh yeah, I know how that goes. I am always chatting on my maid too. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone's got one of those. That's not a nice thing to call your wife. <laughs> no. Uh, no, my wife. My wife's always she's. She's gone when I wake up. She's she's got an early job. Yes. So it's just you and the maid. No, we won't go there. <laughs> 
to kind of get into some of my disdain for Mito is literally the only reason why I don't like her is because they essentially forced her into the story. And I mean that as in the ending where she is helping defeat this boss. Mm. I would have been perfectly fine if they would have done everything they did until the very end where she helped combo the boss and then they change how Kirito defeats the bo- the first floor boss. If she wouldn't have been a part of that, probably would have been okay with the other thing, which was how did she have all of her armor and her equipment in the beginning of the first day of the game? Because everybody started off as if it was day zero. So they didn't have enough time. They didn't go anywhere to get enough money to buy her original equipment. But here she is rocking everything that she had to begin with and plus she was showing asana all around the town all day long anyway yep. too so it's not like she was doing hard quests or grinding or doing anything to earn money so maybe the only kind of anime explanation that she can be given is maybe like a beta tester bonus like hey thanks for being a beta tester here here's but nobody else monies. got it right that's hey, good Kirito too. didn't get it kirito definitely would have been rocking especially by himself he would have been rocking yeah. all of his beta mm-hmm. test yeah, bonus according stuff. to the anime the dude made it to high levels further than anybody's ever gone well they do show that in the beginning because he's the one that defeats the boss continues forward and then the beta ends and kirito was all by himself like he is in the actual oh, game. Oh, so mm-hmm. the beta ended for Misumi. The beta didn't end for Kirito because he's the one that advanced, I think. I think the... It yeah, said the beta, te- beta testing is over, so I assume that was just the end of beta testing. And it said, we'll see you during the live events. Right, so. I'm, I'm only saying that because Kirito in the anime, when I was re-watching everything last night, when he was... After he killed the boss, and yep. what's that dude's name? Kiba, the guy with the spiky hair who's calling uh, all the, the beaters out. Yep. Um, well, yeah. especially Kirito being the beater. Anyway, yep. in that moment in the anime, Kirito says that he's made it further up the ladder than anybody else. He knows so much more about all the bosses. He knows so much more about all the other levels. He knows more than the next best, uh, what are they called? Like Beta? No, no, the people who give out information. Oh, the guides or whatever? The guidebook? Yeah, in well, a way, like the people who want to sell their information. So I don't uh, know if that inf- was, I don't know if he was saying that because like he was being called out, so he might as well just be a loner, so he might as well talk himself up. Or if he was just being honest and be like, yeah, I'm way better than you guys are so piss off I think it's something complete I think it's a third variable Ooh. I think he was trying to pull you mean like after the boss fight and they're like he's like you're a beater and all that yeah yep. I think why he laughed and kind of played it off like I'm better than all the beaters I think he was trying to take the attention off of any other potential beaters that are betas or the beta testers that were in the room mm-hmm. so that way because I mean at heart Kirito's a good guy he's not that overpowered asshole he that's not part of his character. Yeah, that's very true. So the fact that he says that and is very flamboyant about it, I think he was using that as a way to take attention off of him in the movie, off of Mito as well, and just kind of, you know, say, hey guys, I'm the main beta. I'm the main beta tester. Focus all of your attention on me. Don't villainize the rest of the people here because that's just going to cause chaos. Make me the villain so that way all of your, that way no one else gets hurt. I can see He's that. a protector. He's a protector at heart. So when he went 
went through that, I was like, you know, this isn't this isn't part of Kirito. This has to be something else. That's just how I took it. What I will say is I agree with Alec, but I also think that he did do all of those things where he was above and beyond everybody else as far as like right. Like it's still true. Yes. Yeah. He he actually is, you know, probably the number one person in the game. And he wants everybody to really care and focus on him being the quote unquote beater because well, it's easier to be the villain when you're by yourself than it is to be a group person mm -hmm. and everybody kind of distrusts you because what are you hiding? Right. And one last thing that I could add into that, the di one very tiny difference that they had between the anime and the movie was that ringleader, uh, this character sheet saying Diabelle, the guy who organized yep. that whole thing. The knight, the quote knight. unquote. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. In the movie, he just dies. Like He's yep. like, go fight, win this battle and he dies. Yep. But in the anime, he admits that he was one of the beta testers. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, because Kirito asks him, they kind of have that quote-unquote conversation because they you see his mouth moving a little bit more and then he says, go on and beat him. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the screen grab from the anime saying, yep, without having to have the conversation over again. Okay, interesting. Be because it's kind of not a conversation that's needed. Not too yeah. much. But I mean, to focus in on Kirito bringing all the focus in on himself like yep. give me all the bad juju leave all the other beta testers alone mm -hmm. yep so i just yeah i think that's just another good two cents to throw into that yeah because then you have um agil the black guy agil yeah who is also we know that is also a beta tester so it, it's just there were quite a few of them in that first boss fight but then you also had a bunch of noobs noobs you could say <laughs> yes it was casuals yes so it's as a gamer i have to throw them under the bus <laughs> <laughs> they're the pawns but unfortunately pawns actually die so you can't just throw them forward um yeah so that was honestly as far as the movie is concerned those two bits that i had spoken about earlier about mito were the only things that i didn't like about the movie yeah okay. and i think maybe to the casual watcher they're yes. not gonna catch that nope but and I, and to yeah. be completely honest the only thing i didn't like was the boss fight like if they would have had mito having all of her stuff in the beginning i would have been like oh, okay just we'll anime logic that and call it a day like you mm -hmm. said beta bonus and nobody really thought about it mm -hmm. Do you think it might have just been as simple as a way to recognize her? Because when she shows up, you're like, wait a minute, I saw this person in, in the prelude. Like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna put a stab in that okay. one. Because as maybe some of our listeners might know, I watch and then I re-listen. On my re-listen, I didn't recognize that the prelude, the, the opening credit, are you talking about yes. the opening credit, the opening scene? Um, I did not remember that the opening scene was in fact Misumi as her male fake form. Well, you don't know it then but when you see him again the avatar oh, no, that's what i'm her. saying i didn't put two and two together that those were even i just i did not even pay that close enough attention in the beginning in fact my first watch through i completely forgot about it altogether oh, okay so maybe there's gonna be some other listeners that are gonna be in the same boat i just want to throw that out there too gotcha but yeah when i rewatched it i'm like oh that's misumi and uh kirito fighting for the door right there yep i will say i get what you're saying about it being a way to distinguish but because kaiba changes everybody into the real person it with a, you with don't, a mirror yeah i think we should throw out a little bit of context yes we with get. the he make, gives everybody a mirror so that they can look at themselves and change into who they truly are in the real world you're not a girl you're not 17 <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> i want to throw a quick little 
uh, add a note into that. So that same that same scene with that dude who played as a chick, mm-hmm. and yeah. then that other guy who was that's the seventeen year old who was actually turned into a younger guy. Yeah, those same two people are in episode like three or four when I was watching yesterday. Yeah, they be, they're part of another clan that Kirito eventually like comes into play with. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So, oh, so like, he's that clan that he actually joins up with. Okay. Not not that the clan. one that dies. No, 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 not the clan that dies. I don't think so. I was no, gonna say no, I'm no, like no, no definitely not be the them. Clan. But they they make another appearance in the anime, and those two that like faked their fake relationship, like they're partners in. <laughs> oh, the they're game. actually like, they actually so like they make other. another appearance. Like it's really fun to see as you rewatch stuff that <laughs> people have multiple appearances. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I never noticed that. And I've watched it like a million times. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean yeah, when the mirror happened, and the mirror does happen in both mm-hmm. the movie and the anime, so just so everyone's on the same page. But like when the dude changes from a girl to a guy and he's sitting there in girls' clothes, like I, I chuckled at that. That was funny. <laughs> and then I just remembered like the way that they looked and then I watched it again in the anime. I'm like, oh, that's them. <laughs> that's so that's, that's really funny. funny. It's so at that point already distinguished. So you don't need more distinguishing features because Mito goes and finds Asuna because, you know, she's freaking out. Well, she's given her all of her personal information. She says her first name, her last name. She lives here. She looks like this. She's at this school. And she tackles her. And I was like, stop giving my information out. What are you going to do? Give my social security number to these people? Blood type, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny that she was galloping towards her. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, and straight the, forearm run in it. When the movie started, I'm like, oh, is someone going to like try to decapitate her right here? <laughs> but no, it was fucking Misume trying to be a weirdo. It took me a second to recognize that that was Mito or uh, Misume. Uh, Misume. Um, at first, I thought it was just someone like, hey, like, stop giving your information. Stop giving other people's information. I thought it was just someone acting out of the good heart. Yeah, that. like I, you don't do this on that. a video game. Uh-huh. Quit being a noob. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was like a mod or something. But um, it, when it, she's like, hey, it's me. It's me, Sime. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot they can be different genders and everything. Like, I totally forgot about the whole mirror yeah. experience. Yeah, you can be whoever you want to be mm-hmm. un- until the mirror reveals who you are. Yeah, it threw me off for a while because I'm like, how is Asuna playing the game and then going around town? Because I thought, because it had been a minute since I'd actually watched it. And then once we watched through the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Kirito joins the game. And then is able to go around town, help helps Klein, mm-hmm. yeah. basically get his feet wet in the game. And then at six o'clock is when uh, Kaiba brings everybody to the town and beginning courtyard. Is was that like a set time? Because in the yes. anime, when Kirito is training Klein, he's like, "I have a pizza coming at five thirty. So like, yeah, I don't remember the six o'clock thing. So it's eighteen hundred, which is six o'clock. Did, did they like say that? Did you see that on like kind of you? Kind of... You see it in the screen mm-hmm. where it oh, okay. changes to six o'clock because it's like um, Asuna makes a point where it's oh, it's getting late. It's this time. I need to log out. Out and she can't log out right. and then a couple minutes later it's okay yeah i guess i didn't pay attention to the time frame but yeah they're they're staying true to what the anime was showing and then yep so it that threw me off for a second because i'm like how did she join the game later than when it actually opened and not have an issue and then it fucked with me again when she was having her dream where she logged out mm-hmm. that fucked with me too i'm like <laughs> did was there a loophole was she able to leave and then come back in because she felt bad yeah and then was... they're like nah she's you're just dreaming in reality 
out in virtual reality. Yeah. Virtual reality. Yeah, <laughs> you're dreaming in virtual reality. That's a cool concept. Yeah, that, could you imagine? That'd be super fucked. Granted, a full dive nerve gear would kind of be a mind trip as it is. So I can't imagine dreaming a dream, essentially. Because that's what it, you could almost think of it as. Oh, yeah. I mean, your dream would be having... It'd be almost like Inception, sort of. Oh, it would definitely of. be Inception. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to intertwine those, those two. But this kind of makes a good segue into what I wanted to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. If SAO was real, nerve gear, nerve gear style, not necessarily to say you'll be stuck and you'll die, <laughs> but like, are you guys ready for full immersion? Ner- I literally just had this conversation with my wife. 100% nerve gear style? Are you, even if it was 100% SAO, life or death, are you Ooh, guys prepared? 100%. 100% I would do it any day. That sounds like the most amazing gaming experience of my life. I mean, you're literally in the video game. Mm-hmm. Like this beyond, uh, like, I mean, if you've ever tried like Oracle or other virtual reality headsets where like you're still in real life. I mean, when you get close to the boundaries, you'll see the couch and everything, but a full immersion. I mean, that's just the ultimate escape gaming experience. And I've already talked to my wife. I said, I'm doing this. She said, I will divorce you. So we are at different (laughs) points. But uh, that's okay. I'll have like 10 more wives in virtual reality. I can have a whole harem. I mean, she does not know what's coming. But um, <laughs> I'm going to be dead anyway, so it'll be okay. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I have health insurance. It's okay. But uh, I can be put on a life support system for this game. Absolutely. 100% I would try it. I mean, she'd be more concerned about your life insurance. Oh, yeah, your life insurance <laughs> policy than your I will health de- insurance. But, based you know. on this show, I will definitely be taking out a, a good life insurance policy before I try Nerve Gear because I don't want my brain being fried and my wife getting nothing. But oh. uh, I would definitely try it, hands down. Okay, I can see life insurance companies being like, yeah, if you're going to immerse yourself in these kind of video games, we can't cover you. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> you're, you're too much of a life. Yeah, you've been logged in for longer than six hours, so no. <laughs> that That's going to go, like, you know, when they have those clauses where it's just super random. And it's like, yeah, we're not going to cover you for you dying in a hurricane. It's like, oh, that's going to be another clause. Mm-hmm. You're all well and good, but you went scuba diving? <laughs> no, that's a no. You knew the risks. That's your fault. <laughs> Yeah, I think Nerve Gear would probably have the same legal clauses. I don't care. I would still try it. Absolutely. I I would dive in so hard. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, my God. So if I could log out, yes, I would 100%. Granted, it's I'm going to be like all the other people in SAO where they're like, oh, yeah, I logged out last week. Oh, shit. I can't log out anymore. (laughs) So if no issues, yes, all for it. Issues, well, I'm not going to purposely put myself in. No, I mean, in full scope. Knowing that there's a logout button. Right. But I do have a question just to kind of add to it. What if they added pain sensors all over your body so you had to wear like a full suit and every time you got stabbed, you just felt like this 9 out of 10 kind of pain? Just, Doesn't not the Nerve nine. Gear do that? It, it, it connects so you, to your brainstem. You, you do in this case, but I'm talking if in our sense of reality where you actually had these pain sensors so you could feel it, that would be... That, that's a thing already. You can wear those gaming vests where like if you get shot... Like, it'll hit you in the shoulder kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that'd be... Oh, man. That'd... I mean, if the reality... <laughs> I can't say it, not if the reality... If the... It's coming. If, if Mark the... Zuckerberg's working on it right now. <laughs> As we speak, it's going to be released. It should be released in 2023. So get ready for Nerve Gear, guys. So I'm just saying SAO technically came out in November of 22. So we right. should have been there by now. Right. Like, there, there's a little bit off. But I'm just going to say, like, if, if the perspective of the virtual reality... Was 
was good enough to okay well if it's going to be nerve gear where you can lay down and everything is just like mental versus how we perceive everything today where like you're in kind of like this bowl where if you want to run you can run if you want to yep. do all that kind of fun stuff you can do all that fun stuff but it's not it's not nerve gear yes true nerve gear yes that would be that'd be a lot of fun and i can't wait for when that happens oh my god mm-hmm. this world's gonna collapse after nerve gear comes into play <laughs> i mean i thought virtual reality was like the next level but like nerve gear is really the next level yes that is it's gonna be the drug of the world oh, when yeah. nerve gear becomes reality it's gonna be a whole new thing like this why, is... yeah why live in reality when you can live in virtuality that's my thing i'm uh-huh. telling you there's gonna be a way to make money off of it it's gonna be a thing get ready for sao in real life people it's coming it is i will say it, it's inevitable mm-hmm. yes. sao is inevitable there's gonna be something oh without the actual dying in real life kind of thing but like Ooh. nerve yeah, the I frying think, the brain part yeah, oh where's where's the fun you know yeah what? you know what <laughs> Screw, screw that. Capitalism, evil people, it could be Oh, they're definitely going to put that part into it. Absolutely. But Nerve Gear, I can see a sense of that being inevitable. Would you join a clan or would you stay uh, Would you stay solo? Or would wait, you wait, be wait. a PK? If my life is on the line? Your life is not on the line. You can log out and you have the choice of being solo, clan related, or a PK. Okay, what do well, you do? And as a newbie into a game, at least you know, level zero slash one, whatever. Mm -hmm. Of course, I would join something to get my level to skyrocket in any sense. Okay, so you join a group of others to to progress faster. Unless I could spend the time, like if if I was suddenly rich and I could actually spend (laughs) 24 hours a day in the game and I can grind and I can do everything myself and it's better that I be myself. Hooked up to IVs and food (laughs) bags. Get the banana bag going, you're good. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I think the smartest way is to guild up and work as a team and get further as a team. So I would probably run the same way I do most games, which is I would kind of solo myself for a while and then be like, ah, shit, I need people. Oh, well, here come, let me find some buddies that I know and we'll... Like temporary shit? Yeah. Kind of like how Kirito does in the anime? Yeah, Yeah. just because it's, I get very distracted where I'm like, oh, hey, I want to go this way. It's like, but the mission's 800 feet that way. (laughs) Yeah, but I want to go left. (laughs) Yeah, but don't you play enough video games where the main objective is that way, but that obviously means rare equipment is that way. So mm-hmm. we have to go out of our way. Yes. Um, yeah, I would be in the same boat. I, I Now that you say that, I'm on the same boat. I am fully solo. I love go. I love t- taking on harder game modes. If I can be solo the entire time, I go for it. I mean, that's just the most... I love, you know, presenting a challenge. And if I can do it all on my own, hell yeah. All, all, the, more, all the more to it. I would probably go solo all the way through. I've always found more people, more problems. So that's a good just point. do it on yeah. your own. Yeah, it's the best example I have is I was playing Hogwarts yesterday. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, it was like, hey, go this way. But they give you an option to reveal things to find chests. And I'm like, but what if I go this way? And there's more chests. And then it yeeted me back to the beginning because it was, <laughs> you can't go that way. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got to follow the path because it kept just oh. bringing me back to where the path was going. Mm-hmm. That is how I play video games. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> the idea of exploring. So I guess now that the more we talk about it, soloing, I can definitely be that. So I mean, none of us would be PKers. Ah, uh, I mean, no, because I'm, I'm at the same time like PKer I'm not player killer for the non gamers out there. Oh yeah, definitely not a player killer. But like at the same time, like I'm not competitive at the same time. Like I'm doing it all for my exploration 
joy. Yeah. yeah. Like, even you, in my phone games, I'm part of a guild, and, like, we attack other guilds and whatever. And, like, the competitiveness in that is too intense, and I'm not ready to dive. <laughs> I'm not really... I don't want to subject myself to be that competitive. You just don't want to be a dick and take other people's stuff. <laughs> not, not too much. I mean, I, I like the Pokemon aspect, you know, just the collection deal. Mm-hmm. I like collecting everything. I like having one of everything. Gotcha. So okay. maybe that's what I would be. I'm a very similar gamer to you then. But at okay. the same but at the same idea, like like SAO with a level base, kinda like how Kirito says in the anime, like I'm gonna want to get all the experience that I can. Mm-hmm. Depending on the situation, like if you're gonna go solo and get all the experience yourself or be in a team, go attack something very difficult, high risk, high reward kind of deal. I wouldn't personally I would not do high risk, high reward, you know, if my life depended on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Definitely not. Uh I would be that guy killing a million or a million would be, be crazy like a hundred direwolves a day just to get those experience points he'd be but, killing a million slimes every day just <laughs> one one slash just all right just tap them with your sword <laughs> they explode <laughs> i did my job for the day and go back home get two experience points <laughs> but before we continue any more super dived in conversations i think we need to get a quick break in And now that we're back from our break, I kind of want to get into favorite moments of the movie. Alec, do you have a favorite moment? Absolutely. So my favorite moment of this movie was during the uh, initial period when Asuna was still working with Mito and they were kind of grinding levels and looking for rare items. And they get to these, uh, if you're familiar with Pokemon, the Victory Bell looking guys, uh, the plant monsters. And during that fight scene, you know, she tells them, you know, if you see one with a fruit on it, don't hit it because it's gonna you know explode make this gas and they're gonna it's gonna ignite a horde and we're gonna die so you know you're you're looking out for this one plant with a fruit on the top and Mito happens for what we're super fucked yeah yeah <laughs> and uh Mito happens to see one but it's in the background behind one of the victory bells that Asuna is aiming at and she's like Asuna no but before she could take back the attack she had already charged it and she just launches just full sends right into this uh plant monster and annihilates it but annihilates them with the plant with the fruit on top of it as well igniting the horde and putting them in the shit zone like right away <laughs> yeah that and whole that whole scene was so intense it, it was, was very i intense. loved that scene it was a knee right. i was literally like on my chair i was on my recliner and i went from full back position to all right up like <laughs> literally right up on my knees like oh, yeah. oh my god I what's gonna happen here she's here. gotta die because I thought Mito was going to die because, you know, she's not in the main series. This must be it, you know? Yeah. And um, and, and they're going through, and then they get separated. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is definitely where it's happening. But the whole time, I'm like, you know, this is in Asuna's beginning game phase. You know, she's she's kind of good, but she's not an expert yet. And you just really see her go into full struggle, full, you know, I have to survive this moment. And I really like that. And not only just seeing Asuna's growth throughout the battle itself, Itself and just survivability, but also, you know, when Mito was seeing, when she was desperately trying 
to get back to Asuna. And she's seeing Asuna's health, you know, HP bar go down and down and down and down and down. It gets in the red blinking zone. And she makes a decision that at first I was really upset with. But then once I kind of sat back and thought about it, I understood. And, you know, this was her best friend. This was someone she was trying to survive the game with. And she's seeing her, not, not, not witnessing her die, but she's seeing her dying. And she decides to leave the clan chat or leave the party that she's in so that way she doesn't see her friend die that way she can just leave and just know hey this this is probably happens but i don't have to actually see it and that for me it was just such a strong it was just emotional tug it pulled all my heartstrings and i was like you know i've been there before in a game where you know my life wasn't on the line but uh (laughs) where i'm facing a boss and then my party leaves because they got too scared and just left me on my own to just phase it out or die and it, it puts you in that mood where you're just like you know what let's send it what's the worst that can happen i mean in asuna's condition she would die but uh <laughs> i mean i've been there and it's a, it's a heart sinking feeling seeing your party leave you and uh it just kind of brought me back to you know my early you know world of warcraft days where you're on a raid and your t- your teammates leave you to die and you're just like oh my god it's just a heart sinking moment I, I could fully relate to it maybe not to the point where i would actually die but you know it just brought up some old feelings and i really loved that scene i thought what she did was was completely normal. I would probably would have done the same thing in her in Mito's stance, and I don't want to see any of my friends die, so I'd rather leave and just just leave it at that kind of thing, just move on from there. But so I didn't completely disagree with Mito's decision, but it definitely was my favorite scene because it really tugged at all of my emotions, and that's what a movie's all about, you know, bringing you into it. If it wasn't for that part, I probably would have agreed with you. Really, I okay. can't do it. I just we're supposed to be best friends. We're in this together. You're getting super fucked anyway, so. So fuck it just at least you know yeah. because because she left she doesn't know that asana is still alive mm-hmm. so deal with it it's gonna suck anyway so they are like 14 or 15 years old they can't yes. deal with that we're, they, we're like 30 year old men yeah let's <laughs> let's, let's bring our I, listeners into view we i mean are talking i had about middle schoolers yeah I, I did have to deal with you know not necessarily similar situations but i mean i have been in afghanistan that's true we got an army man it, here it's mm-hmm. not like like, I could just be like, hey, sorry about that. I don't want to watch you die. So I'm just going to, you know, turn around <laughs> and go the other way. It'll be okay. So You, you, you rip them out of your contacts <laughs> notebook. I'm just not going to have you in my contacts. Well, unfortunately, these middle school girls were not as brave as you. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're fucked anyways because you're in the game. Mm -hmm. So deal with it because, well, she's your only real lifeline, especially to the outside world. And you can't even, you know, kind of deal with or at least own up to not own up to. That's probably the wrong way to say it. Um, You gotta it's gonna happen. You're gonna watch somebody that you truly care about die in front of you. At least this way, you're not witnessing it happen. You're just like, it's a little bit better. Shit. Ah, shit. And shit. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. let me go full rage like Kirito does and get superpowers and then... <laughs> make everything up but so it's that was one thing i didn't like it was a great scene i loved that fight oh there was so much emotion in there oh yeah it yeah. was an amazing scene yes personally i would not leave the party yes. i would try it I, I would like to imagine that i would at least 
try to fight to the end. I mean, I know Asuna was right there. And it was anime, I wouldn't say anime logic, but it was just, you know, one out of a trillion odds that Asuna made it out it to begin fate. with. It was fate. You know, they're, they're fated to be together. <laughs> but Lance, what about you? What's your favorite moment? My favorite moment is like that, but just like a moment later, like Alec had an amazing scene. I love that scene 100% also. But at the same time, let's fast forward like 10, 15 seconds later when Asuna is getting fucked up by mm-hmm. that super beast thing that pops up. And the name of that beast was like a giant Anthrosaurus. It was the ape gorilla slash crocodile looking thing. Kind yeah. of Tyrannosaurus Rex is like as well. Yes. With big arms. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pulling this name out of a timestamp at 46 minutes and 54 seconds, just in case anyone wants to try to correct me. Nobody, nobody wants to. No, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to do that. I'm going to that exact second right now. <laughs> but there was that moment that she was getting Pseudo, fucked. Pseudo chomped on. It was eating the grass. Yeah, dirt thing? because was she was weird. on the ground and that beast took a chomp out of the dirt and slowly started closing in on Asuna's body. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then out of nowhere, Damsel in Distress gets saved by Kirito, who fucking murks this thing with zero effort, just slices it into a million pieces and boom, it's gone. Yeah, that was typical typical fashion for him, at least. For Kirito, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was over-leveled to everybody else in level. Like, everyone yeah. else was like level like five or six and he's like level 27 like he's yeah. way above everyone else's strength levels yeah i mean as far as the anime is like he's always already times two what everybody should be at yes yeah he was he he was your typical grinder mm-hmm. where he's just gonna hey i know i need to be level 10 to beat this guy but let's make it level 30 just in case <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure i can stomp him <laughs> right so yeah that i love that scene because it really brought in to focus <clears throat> where like there is going to be this future relationship between Asuna and Kirito and this is the first time they actually meet each other and Kirito like not that any of us truly expected it because it didn't happen in the anime this is their first time meeting and yep. it's because he's saving her life like like I said damsel in distress I thought it was just pretty cool yep so so yeah so Matt did you have a favorite scene I will say probably my favorite scene was actually the second time they met and that was when Asuna was fighting in the labyrinth by herself wearing the cloak which then kind of brought everything full circle because as the anime watchers are concerned, the first time Kirito and Asuna meet is when they're having the meeting about going to the first level and she's wearing her cloak. And so we're like, okay, if we know by the movie they've met each other, how did he not recognize her? And well, she's wearing her cloak. So of course he's not going to recognize her in that sense. But in the second time they meet, it is the first time they meet when... he's wearing the cloak and that's also another time where he doesn't really save her but he just kind of gives her a little bit tip where he tells her that's like hey that thing was basically dead you could have just used a very super basic attack and you would have been just fine i know and she's kind of like yeah well this move worked it's good enough right and she's already scatterbrained as it is because she, yep. she was training in that tunnel for like three days straight three yep. days she didn't sleep well she she did she could sleep but i mean once you're in a Oh, yeah, same location. She did say there was a safe zone. Yeah. So yes. 
So she must have rested at Somewhere. multiple points. But, but still, she was in the same dungeon for three days. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's intense. Yeah. And then <clears throat> she's, you know, like, oh, I don't need potions. I don't need these other things. I don't want to die, but... If I'm going to die, I'm going to do it on my terms. Yep. And it's just, you see more of her mindset, more of her growth, and you see how Kirito is, where he's like, I don't want you to die. I don't want anybody to die. I want to get through this game. But at the same time... In the movie he did say i want you to live because you've mapped out this place yep. and i want your data yes. yeah so yeah, he's thought, very selfish about it like but like you're I mean, nice but like you're also selfish nice but he did know that you could get out of that labyrinth in an hour so he had enough data where it would have been fine right i think it was just an excuse to tell her instead mm. of being like well i don't want you to die because i don't want you to die because she wasn't gonna listen to that statement anyway right i mean he still cares yep about you know common decency <laughs> yes he's a good guy he yes. really is down to, down to his heart and then you know you see him bring asana out of the labyrinth after she passes out from exhaustion and it kind of brings full more full circle stuff where in the show she talks about how she can't sleep in front of anybody because she doesn't trust them and you see kirito essentially guarding her for the first time second time because the bath scene he's pseudo guarding her he stays close by the door. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is, could be creepy, but he was also being protective. So I, I'm just drinking tea. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but I, he had been staying at that farmhouse, so he knew the door to the bath didn't lock. So, you know, he's just trying to be gentlemanly. He's just trying to chivalrous. be chivalrous. Yeah, there we go. He's just trying to be chivalrous and I mean, pseudo guard the door. Yeah, you can guard the door, but it's a door to his own, like, rented property. I don't, it, kind of like in the, I kind of took that in like a Skyrim side of, sort of way where like if you go to a house and you put all your stuff in the chest in there then technically it's yours but like it's still the farmer's house you know sure that they're but, an NPC they're not gonna kick you out yeah but I mean like I know he's just being that really nice guy and he's gonna watch over her in the one in a million chance that something bad goes wrong but at the same time like this is supposed to be a safe zone mm-hmm. so yes but you I mean you never know ooh but they did make mention from what I think I remember and I say oh that there is like the city grounds are supposed to be safe zones so but you, outskirts you, are not right so like where exactly was this it was at a farm so i'm he assuming did that's say it was on the outskirts of town though he did okay yeah. yeah okay so okay that might bring some controversy and okay that... so in case you know somebody jumps through the window while she's taking a bath <laughs> he can go rushing in there sure i guess okay so <laughs> these are just fun things to just poke at yes yeah. it's but the... i don't think it was a safe zone but it was like a place that he had found that he deemed safe kind of yes. thing. Right. I mean, this place was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely... Li- I mean, it's got a bath. It's got everything. He's on a farm, so it clearly has food and resources nearby. So all I the think milk he, you can drink. All the milk. milk <laughs> all the milk and bath water you need. And she was like, bath? Bath? What'd you say? Yeah, I, I thought that, that was kind of... That part was kind of funny where you got to see, essentially, the girly side of Asuna after that point, because mm-hmm. the only thing she really cared about was good food and a bath. It's like, yeah, I can... I can kind of understand that one. That sounds like a good time. It's like, I don't want to be nasty all the time. Right. I only want to nitpick the part that you said she cares about good food because there was, she did make a very specific comment. Like, I'm not here to eat good food. I'm yes. here to advance. So. But then when she's having her bath, like bath, she walks yeah. into the bathroom,
bathroom. She's like, but man, I would love some more of that cream on that bread. Yeah, she did make that. So just kind of. (laughs) She'd probably been eating that loaf of bread for a month. Stale, unbeginner level bread. (laughs) Oh, gross. I couldn't imagine. If you guys were trapped in that world, do you think, like, if you're survival dependent on it, but at the same time, you did have to eat and do all the normal stuff that, you know, we do in everyday life. Do you think you would spend a little bit of time leveling up your skills for cooking? Absolutely not. I would just stick it down to, does this sustain me? Sure. Let's spend the minimum amount of money on good, on, you know, food that's going to sustain my survival. And then I'm going to spend the rest of it on gear and weapons. I will say, I. it depends. If you could level <laughs> things up by doing it a bunch, then I would work that way. Like a cooking skill? Yes. Like, say you can make a basic sandwich, but you have to make it a hundred times and then you're like, now it's a basic plus one. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> like that. I like doesn't that. Doesn't SAO have that though? Because I, I, so. I remember when they're living in a house and he was like, hey, I got this for you, but you have the cooking skills necessary to mm-hmm. make this into something. Remember he killed, I, I forget what it was, but he killed something and he brought it to the house was like, here, like, yeah, you super can do rare, something with a this. super rare beast kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I think thing, there is a cooking skill in this game. One thing I will say is if I could get the elven bread from Lord of the Rings, oh, where it's Lambrus like bread. one bite lasts you a week or whatever it was. That'd, that'd be game breaking. That'd be amazing because it's like, okay, I'll just focus everything on bread so I can make this exactly because super intense bread so not, I can bring one slice of bread and last me forever. Exactly, because that would just be smart. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, you know, a half exactly do that as well. And then, you know, you need to eat an entire sections of bread at a time. Lance, have you ever watched Lord of the Rings? Oh, I've seen all the movies. Okay. But that's, yeah, but it, there's no I show. Mean, well, that's, yeah, there is a show now. Yeah. You guys are talking about that bread. Totally forgot. I mean, Lambert's bread is a big portion of the movie. I mean, hey. Samwise gets kicked out of the group because he ate some bread. I mean, you, ate some, you followed me all the way to Mordor, but you ate some bread, you're out of the team. <laughs> the movies came out when we were in middle school, dude. That was like 15, 20 years ago. I've, I've watched those eight times a year since I was <laughs> oh. 10 years old. <laughs> No, the real question is, do you watch the extended versions? Is there any other version? Okay, just... Okay, so you guys it's you are spend, way more into it than I am. Well, I, my wife is significantly more into it than I am. Yep, that's right. Which is why I watched them. Did you but, read the books? No, no, oh, you're not no. a true fan. That is perfectly. <laughs> I was in middle school, and there was a middle school thing where they sell books. And middle school is when the series became popular. I was like, I love the movies. I want to read the book. I read the first five pages. And I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking boring. They are three incredible tomes. I will say. They are not books. They are far <laughs> bigger than books. They are tomes of knowledge and creativity. I don't need three pages to tell me that the wind is blowing and the water ripples. <laughs> I will say, I know we are on tangent right now, but I'm a, a huge lover of Tolkien. Essentially, reading wise, he watched the Blitzkrieg of London in order to write the battle scene of Minas Tirith. That's cool. I don't need (laughs) three pages to tell me the wind is blowing. I got it. The wind blew to the west. Thank you. It blew to the west. My balls felt fresher than they (laughs) never felt before. I felt sorry for everybody behind me. The sweet stench of saltiness <laughs> wafted throughout the air. I had done squats earlier in the morning. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
But what I kind of like returning back to that though is uh, I do I do like how we all kind of took one portion of the movie and we each found a favorite point within the same general scene area of the movie itself. Where we all like different portions of that. I I actually really enjoyed that. That means the movie spoke to all of us on different levels. I mean, and I think that's, that speaks for itself. It was an amazing scene. To be fair, it was like the turning point of the movie. Like it was where it was the middle. It was what forty seven minutes in. Is that what you said? <laughs> so it's the very middle of the movie. <laughs> forty seven yes. and twenty six seconds. But to be fair, for most movies, that's when the drama needs to like drive that stake in so deep that it needs to hit you hard. Yeah, Mito bitched out and ran away. Yeah, I'm like that's this is this is the moment where the drama hits that these, these two. She made a calculated <laughs> escape, is what she did. She did. She I mean, bitched out in a way, and ran yes. away. <laughs> shit was going tits up and she's like i would rather run away right now and not witness my friend's death i mean we could say some fucked up things why is she only killing one thing at a time with a giant scythe you know a scythe is a multi-fighting <laughs> weapon you're supposed to be able to take at least three things out with it every game i've played I mean, in a she, scythe hits if, multiple enemies if i powered, do agree with if you she on does that. her power attack i played farmville you can take out all the wheats <laughs> Farmville. Oh my god. Way to date us, man. Holy shit. He just said Farmville. Farmville? Farmville? Oh my god. Oh shit. This just turned into next level content. Farmville was just brought up. Does any of our viewers even know what Farmville is? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm dead. I'm weak. I'm done. I was not expecting that. I thought we were talking about anime. <laughs> Matt's dead. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh. Yes, right. in Farmville, you can take out all of the wheat with one blow of a scythe. We can all agree to that. I will let people know I am not eighteen. We'll just go with that one. <laughs> For any of our viewers that were unaware, did you use T nine texting? I don't know. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> my God. You used T9 texting. Okay, we're not going to go. Well, the fact that I know what that is also dates myself. Lance knows what it is, but Dude, he doesn't know what it's called. I used to think T9 <laughs> texting was the top-notch way to text. I mean, it was nice. It was. Okay, back when we were all on the flip phones and we all had the, the 9 by or what was the four the 3 by 4 yeah. yeah. And you couldn't actually have cell phones in yeah. school. Yeah, we couldn't have... Well, well the, the point was we had <laughs> the numbers versus the... The whole letter pad. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and I wasn't rich enough to have, like, a sidekick or something. Right. Yeah, I wasn't there either. So I, I, I maxed out T... I was a pro at T9. Like, I'm so glad remember, we all know what T9 texting oh, yeah, is. Yeah. And we're not even going to explain it to everyone on the show because if you, you should know, know, you know. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you really missed out on an integral yeah, part of this. And you're too I, young for us, bro. I, I will. You did not miss out on anything, but oh, it was a time. You literally did not miss out. But I, I do specifically remember being in class, like in all of my high school classes, like my phone would be under the desk and I would type out everything. I mean, paragraphs like, like you haven't I mean, memorized. I mean, I mean, most texters nowadays, we know where all the keys are. So we can text, we can probably text a whole paragraph and have very little correction. To oh, begin I'm, I'm going to fuck it up all over the place, but <laughs> that's what autocorrect is for, right? <laughs> but duck this. What I'm, <laughs> duck it. 
But I do remember being so fucking awesome at T9 that I could do it without looking at it. And That's impressive, yeah. I will say. Yeah, good old days when you could only god. send 150 characters per text. <laughs> oh my god. And you had to pay for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was extra text too. Oh my god. I always love it when my phone tells me I'm at, at page two. I'm like, what does that matter? <laughs> oh, fuck. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we are way We're out in the of, weeds now. Yeah, we're, we're way out. So, skills. Any, uh, what would, since we're, we were, we're talking about skills, would there be one skill, this isn't from the movies specifically, mm-hmm. but any skill that you could have where you could only pick one skill, what would it be from the series? Um, is it going to depend if our life is on the line or just if you, if we were in if, SAO, if you were in SAO, would you want like Asuna's super? Super speed, or because um, she has that super. Um, what kind of sword does she actually have? The rapier. Rapier. The sword's called the rapier. So she could, you know, do a hundred hit combo without trying. Maybe. I mean, that's like super stabby. It was like a super <laughs> thrust kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's a essentially a needle blade. So. It, it's a needle. Yeah. It's super stab. Yeah. Um, if my life was on the line, I would focus on Lance self- would be a blacksmith and in, in no, the no, no, no. <laughs> Like, I would love to be the person that goes out there and just murks so much shit. But at the same time, I would be conservative enough to know and be like, I need to heal myself. <laughs> so, like, I would, yeah, I would go out there and grind. But if there's points that I can spend on stuff, like, if I, if I could put effort into stuff, I don't think SAO really does. Oh, no, no. Because in the anime, it does. Because Kirito can heal, like, 800 hit points per 10 seconds in, like, episode 4. Anyway, I... I would want to focus on some kind of recovery based thing because I'm, t- I'm talking like a specific skill you could have where it's the the asana super combo move or kirito's dual wielding i'm talking about those kind of skills not oh okay not like an actual like skill base like hunter or like yeah, cooking. No. okay okay um, well i mean but still on the same base like i still want to focus on self-healing okay so if, you if my life depended on it i would want so like read Gen, regeneration kind of thing. I don't know, like heal, like like like. Let's go. Like, Lance is gonna max Final out his Fantasy defense. Heal go. Yeah, that's what I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm hearing. Either maxing out your hit points or maxing out your defense is your go-to. Lance is gonna be like five points health, three points defense, one point attack. Yeah, and then just that's what he's gonna do every time. That's that's what I that's what <laughs> I, I gathered I, as well. I, I would slow burn it, dude. Okay. <laughs> I would I would put my heart and soul into that world, but at the same time i would be so scared about dying and i would i would play the long game That's so lance is the shield game. hero we got it oh my, oh no my lance <laughs> is um yeah. yeah do you have you got what's that show called uh the fury bafuri bafuri yes uh, i maxed out all my yes. points in defense or something like yes. that yes. you yeah. would be her lance that would be you you would put her z- she's overpowered she, as shit though she is. oh my god i assume I, i've never seen that anime but i assumed it was a dude oh no nope. bafuri that's a uh, that's definitely a girl definitely oh. a girl yeah it's and a strong female character Good. she okay. basically they Glad gave her that. they gave her 100 xp points right. and she put 99 of them yeah. into defense right mm-hmm. yeah um that so was that's, that's where you would go if, if my life depended <laughs> on it yo i go always go yeah. team tank so i fully yeah. agree with I, you. I think i would go that route if I had to go in SAO, that kind of rhymes. But um, <laughs> I, I almost spit on my drink. <laughs> 
spit take. If I had to go an SAO, if, if I had a skill and I had to focus on an SAO, I would probably go with blacksmithing. I know it's super lame, but I want to make the coolest weapons, and I think the only way to get there is by making them yourself. Okay. So would... what, you'd stay off the front lines, and like you. Yep. Give me the resources. I'm gonna turn into cool weapons. So you wouldn't want the experience to level up? Nope. You'd just be like, don't give a shit. Give dude, me. Dude, I'm just, a skiller. I, Dude, I just work here, bro. <laughs> yeah, give me the give me the resources, give me the money, and I'll make you some cool shit. <laughs> he he gets XP by building awesome weapons. Come on, dude, I'm part mm-hmm. of the blacksmith union. Like, <laughs> yep, a just... guild, the blacksmith guild. guild yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a guild is just a virtual version of a union. <laughs> exactly. I'm oh, the only funny. blacksmith on this floor. You better come to me. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right, Matt, what would you do? I would 100% dual wield, so I would be ah, like all the speed. attacker. Oh, fuck yeah. That would, that would be my second bet. Like, if I'm not going to be full defense, like, if my life did not depend on it, uh, I would be 100% attack. I'd, I'd just be like, fuck it. Let's. What's it know. called? The DPS roll, damage per second or whatever? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All, all speed, all attack, and then, because I'm one of those people where it's like, I get 10 points, it's 5 to agility, like, probably 3 to attack, and then 2 to defense, 1 to defense, 1 to health, and I'll just yeah. keep... Just keep going that way because it's like <laughs> if I can get in there, get out, I'll heal. Just keep going back and forth and I'll just fuck it. Just the, go. Gotcha. The only kind of curveball I can throw into that is like, okay, the phone game that I'm playing when it comes to competitiveness. Yes. Yeah, you can throw all of your stats into attack and speed and you can be the first person to do all the damage. But if someone is strong enough to like resist all of your bonus, I mean. But we're fighting monsters, not bases. I know. But I'm what I was to say is there's there's lots of resistance that needs to be into play. There's lots of defense and offense and whatever. Like So what Matt is describing is what's typically called the glass cannon, where you deal a shit ton of damage, but God help you if anything hits you. I'm going to spend I'm all of my money on defensive armor so that I can take damage, but then I'm going to be fast enough to get away where it doesn't matter. But, and but then just armor a, slows you but, down. But that's, so, but that's why I have all my points and speed okay. so it's like okay. speed dual building super attack all right give me a second all right let me get back into but i'm also not going to pick like super heavy armor like what people with uh long swords would wear i would still want something semi-nimble but it's just that chainmail shit kind of a little bit stronger but yes where it's like all right just don't let me die in one attack i'll be good <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll have 500 healing potions i'll spend all my money on healing potions just let me go when i play skyrim i'm all about just dual wield everything and let's go i do not rock a you shield know, when nerve gear comes out we would make a solid team <laughs> i mean we got matt here on the dps we got lance here on the tank we got me on utility i mean we got it covered okay well it's okay that's that's kind of what i wanted to bring in like as a solo player i would want to be tankier yes but if you're in a team you're gonna want a little bit of everything you're gonna want someone to attack you're gonna want someone to defend you're gonna Mm -hmm. want someone as support and you're and if there is a fourth player you're gonna want someone as healer yes like that's kind of the well the support in typical anime that's a girl (laughs) 
Yeah, well, yes, but... But, like, it depends, like, on your... How many people you can have in your party. And, mm -hmm. yes, sometimes your support person could be your healer. Like, they can be the yeah. one of the two. Anyway, all I'm saying is, as I would prefer myself to be a solo player, I would then put my stats towards defending myself. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's kind of all I was getting at. Nope, still, even solo, still just... Let me run everywhere as fast as I can get there. Let, let me go. Fast too strong. Yep. That's all I need. It'll, I'll get there and I'll survive eventually. Yeah, I'd be I'd be too scared. I that's how I play Skyrim. I die a lot. I so die a lot. I'd, I'd probably... That's what I wanted to hear. I was like, how successful of a plan is this? Remember, we're talking about SAO. <laughs> Your life is on the line, dude. Yeah, I die a lot. <laughs> But it's also Skyrim where I know I'm not going to actually die. So it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let me see if I can get this red bar all the way down when I'm flashing red with one health. Let's see if I can just combo move him dead. Just chance it. Oh, my God. And I'm dead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> or, okay, well, don't do that maybe one. if your speed is fast enough to where you get two turns for every one of their turns, then yes. you can be like, attack, item, heal, attack, item, heal. Yes. I can yeah. see that one then. True. True. Where you're so fast, you can like drink restorative potion while attacking at the same time. <laughs> I did like their use of potions in this movie. Like, I yeah. feel like that was kind of missed out on in the show that there's like actual items that help you. Yes. Whereas like in, in the movie, like, you know, hey, we're resting up. Take some of my potions. Take all that you need. I'm like, you know what? There was a gathering portion of this movie. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Except for when the dude in the final boss scene, the, I'm dying. the, the knight, don't bother the like, potion. He's fucking dying. <laughs> Kirito has a potion. He's about to give it to him, and the dude's like, "No, just live." Like <laughs> you live. You're, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Just one more inch, you can live. <laughs> Your literal life is on the line. This isn't real now, life. He was done, you man. He was so done. <laughs> he was just like, you know what? This is my way out. He wasn't even like. Not stupid or anything. He was just hit. Yeah, he full on refused the potion. He seriously refused it. You didn't have to die. <laughs> stupid anime logic. It did not need to happen that way. He, he sacrificed he offer, him. I, I don't remember. Was yes, he offered Kira, a potion? Yeah, Kirito was Kira trying to give it to him. Yeah, Kirito opened up he was his like, potions and here, take this. Well, and the guy's like, no. It was literally you save it. It was literally in the dude's hands, and he's like, uh, no, well, you live. So that happened in the movie. Did that happen in the show as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So he refused. He refused twice, the potion. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you really want to go there, he's still refused it the one time mm. but it's yes it's you didn't have to die but literally did not have to i have to die for this scene okay okay that's that's what it is he had to die for this scene we just had to feel terrible for him to die for the i don't know however that if you want to say you've only watched the show once and then you watch the movies for the second time he had to die yeah it was i mean the movie had to follow the anime so it did it's yes. not like they had a choice but like oh unless they made it, him live i would have been pissed well, unless it's me <laughs> What the hell? He just ghost. He just ghost revives later. Yeah, unless you're Mito, and then you know the movie can do whatever it wants for her. That's. I looked for her over and over again. I watched episodes one through five, and I'm like, she's got to be in here somewhere. They okay. show her in the scene, just kidding. and she's not in there. Right, just kidding. Right. Well, let's just bring focus back into the movie. <laughs> 
Let's talk Mito. I am so excited to see what is going to come from Mito in this next movie. And just to bring all of So us you think she's going to be in the movie again? A hundred percent. She has to be in the movie. She's still alive. She's I think still, she's going to be a she movie has exclusive to die. character. She, she is a main slash side main character in this movie. And it's all about Asuna's perspective. And it's like, let's just be clear in SAO season one, mm-hmm. core one. <laughs> season one. Which, yes. No, there's two parts of season one. Because yes. season one SAO is like, what, six episodes long? Twelve. It's twelve? Oh, it is twelve. It is yeah. twelve. Okay, so yes. core core one And then of twelve SAO. through twenty-four are technically season two. It's, it's no, like no, another no. arc, it, It's still season one. Yeah. It's core two of season one. Anyway, season one SAO, Asuna. There is still so many gaps between Asuna and Kirito that... Yeah, because it goes, it goes from floor one and then you don't see her again until floor like 46 or something i thought it was 47 no 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 they've in Are, episode four they've cleared 50 floors okay yeah was it yes i thought that was the 50th floor was that big setup no that was floor no, 75 i, I, I made note that in four episodes of season one half of the floors have been cleared okay yes yeah, so but they 47 is and where still not together 47 was a turning point i remember that number but i think that's where her guild base is mm, is 47 yeah. yeah because they there's lots of jumping back and forth because in like episode three or four in the anime kirito helps this little girl bring her dragon or not she's basically a dragon spirit this fire breathing spirit her familiar her yeah fam- she was a, a beast tamer thing. yeah it was a beast tamer and it, they silica have, yeah silica yeah they yeah. have to go back they have to go backwards in order to bring the spirit back to life and they have to do it within like what three or four days so like yes because on christmas day eve eve they kill santa oh my god yeah to get this <laughs> Sorry, i forgot about dark santa <laughs> to get this um potion to revive her familiar yeah but you had to do it on like a certain floor kind of thing yeah yes. it was a certain location and, and that's where you know you get kirito getting his super <clears throat> restorative powers where he's getting attacked by like five dudes yeah but they don't deal enough damage so he's like i can do this all day it right. doesn't matter right that's because they were doing like 470 damage per 10 seconds but he's recovering 510 damage per 10 seconds so they're literally doing Zero, negative nothing. damage yes so it, they could do it all day and they will never make a dent on kirito and that's when he was explaining like these games that do level based systems are so cheap because the higher you get the cheater it gets yes mm-hmm. he's like if you put all your focus into this then you're technically invincible exactly yeah at, at least comparative to very much lower ranked people mm-hmm. yeah in episode four of the anime kirito was already at like level 71 i okay. watched it last night okay i I'll take your word on it. Yeah. I don't remember that detailed, so we'll we'll go with yes. Yeah. So he was already extremely overpowered when it came to the people killers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just in general. And then he was trying to get involved with the uh, the royal knights and stuff like that. Like I stopped well, at episode four because I wanted the relative to <laughs> the movie. I don't want to get too expansive on the movie because we're talking about the movie today. Yes. 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 And what, what were we talking about? Uh, the skills that you would have if you were to go. No, into no we were. So 
something else. We were beyond uh, that. We went somewhere after that. Thought so. The last time I saw, we were talking about like <laughs> yeah, because I DPS I, versus tank versus utility, and then no, because I had into... I had complained about um, Mito's changing of things again, and I feel like that was a long time ago. I have no. a new topic to bring up. Okay, okay, yeah, let's bring up a new topic. Okay, here's the difference I... between the anime and the movie. Mm-hmm. When the final boss scene was coming into play in the movie, little orbs were dropping and those yep. orbs were evolving into those little ogre beast things. I, as, yes. As I rewatched everything last night. That does not happen. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're just fucking there. So yep. I really, really, really appreciated the movie for bringing these stupid, beautiful orbs that just popped into monsters. Like me, my, I, I just thought that was really, I thought it was really fun. What did yeah. you guys think? No, it was, it was good because it made it realistic, especially because you have to think of this as a pseudo real thing. So these monsters can't just appear out of nothing. Right. They need to come out of something. So that I liked it. What about you, Alec? I liked it, but when I re when I was rewatching afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, these this this part never happened. Um, I just felt like it wasn't staying true to the show. But at the same time, it offered a really good explanation. Like, hey, minions are going to come out during this boss fight. Like, this is just how they show up. Whereas before they were just there. Yeah. And but more kept showing up in the movie. So I was like, this is more realistic of an actual boss fight. Yeah, if you were having to do this in real life, because to them, this is real life. This is how it would be instead of just, all right, that here they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was okay with that. Yeah, plus it added some beauty to it. I thought those yes. orbs are pretty cool looking. I yes. thought like items were going to come out of them. I was completely mind blown when monsters <laughs> came out of them. I was like, wow, oh, okay, this is where we're going. Okay, speaking of like orbs and monsters and stuff like like I know like these big massive scenes where like they get overloaded with monsters and like they have to fight their way through like at the same time the more they kill the more experience they get like this is kind of like a bittersweet moment in most of these scenes like yeah shit is going fucking tits up and shit is so real but at the same time like dude you're raking in some massive experience points that's one thing that I think that I really like about um she uh the rising of the shield hero versus sword art online is that it takes it to the next level where it shows you the x the xp drops where it doesn't really show you that in sword art online you that's, just kind of it's true. more implied i, I don't want, know matt what is your take on that i will say because this is life or death it doesn't matter they can get all the xp they want if they don't beat the boss they are dead and all that xp doesn't matter that is a great point yeah because as we know from the show they essentially get locked into the boss fight and they can't escape so all that xp that they're getting from murking on these weak <laughs> bosses doesn't matter because they can't do anything with it unless they beat the boss right that is very true i didn't think about it that way yeah it's... so lance you're thinking about it like hey like i just got like a level up from this cool but like they're not noticing that during the the fight because they're fighting for their freaking well lives. The, the main point that i really took from that was right when asana was getting fucked up by all those vile plumes mm-hmm. she was <laughs> she was murking all of them yeah like, she was victory doing... bells she didn't throw a single pokeball <laughs> yeah, sorry the victory bells <laughs> Bio plumes on mushroom. <laughs> the victory bells were all being bitches, and they were dying like nobody's business. Yes. I mean, she was taking little. She was also taking little damage, by the way. Like she wasn't dying fast. Like she was dying very slowly. So mm-hmm. Asuna's doing great. Anyway, the point is, yeah, she took on that horde very well. The horde in any aspect, if you a million uh, XP, that's I, what it should have been. Yeah, if you eliminate a 
horde of something, you're gonna be given a shit ton of awesome stuff. So I, an, I don't care if it's you're um, definitely getting a rare drop for sure. Yeah, I don't care if it's like a game like Sao where you're gonna get experience and items, or like Resident Evil where you're gonna get just awesome items or whatever. All the loot you can think of, just loot, mm-hmm. just loot galore when you take care of a horde. Oh yeah, um, if you survive it, that is. Yeah, because if this was an actual game, that's what you're looking for. You're you're like, hey, don't attack this monster because you're just going to get mobbed by even more of them. You're like, oh, really? Let me find all of them I can so I can just keep going until yeah. I die. Let me... No, yeah, I was going to say, like, me in a video game, I'm like, oh, if I kill this guy, more will come. Okay, let me specifically kill this guy <laughs> so more will come so I can gain more experience and items and all yes. the fun stuff. So when I'm playing a video game and I come across something incredibly hard like, like, like that, like facing a horde, the way I think about it is they wouldn't have put this in the game if it wasn't beatable solo you know like if, if you can't beat this on your own they wouldn't have put it in the game well sao Ooh. is all meant to kill you so let's put a let's put a small dagger in that right now okay. because there's those treasure chests those fake those, those trap fake, chests those trap chests you know technically you could beat those if you were like max level if, if you were good enough sure that's very they, true uh, they went for those chests too early that okay, was good, the condition but according to the level according to the floor you're on in proportion you would not be able to beat it very correct true. it's one of those things where it's like you would have to go back to it kind yeah of thing. if you were on level we'll say 10 and at that point once you go to level one or floor one and you revisit it should be something that you would struggle with but do anyway mm-hmm. if you're on floor one there's no way you could do it correct itself. that's what i'm getting at that it is possible but you have to meet the conditions for it yes right. and so what you're saying is they didn't meet the conditions for the uh the victory bells they just kind of attacked it too early i mean they did i mean we we saw everything play for play well, Mm-hmm. So what was the reason behind going in that area anyway? They were looking for rare items. Okay. N- n- the the shrew, I, I wouldn't right? s- I wouldn't say they're going there specifically. I think they're going there just straight up to the train, just to level up. And then that little rodent sits. Sly. Sly Shrewman, I think. Yes, Sly Shrewman. We pulled up earlier. Sly Shrewman. He was just an anomaly. That thing was not supposed to show up. He showed up out of the blue and... Mito got completely enamored. She... Completely distracted. Yes. Misumi slash Mito, she knew that thing was very special. Yes. So she knew that if she killed that, she's going to help her part advance so far um and potentially no i mean she knew there was a rare item yes yes, potentially but from what we figured out at the end of the anime at the end of the movie is she got some super strong ass uh rapier that rapier sorry i pronounced it wrong rapier um that she what that asana would have been been able to uh equip all i'm gonna say is like but she didn't know that that's what she didn't know she didn't know like that that stupid rodent was gonna drop some random ass awesome thing but it's gonna be great. But just imagine if that scene itself worked out so magically, happy go lucky, and then Asuna got that super.
super special rapier because if she got that rapier early, how much her level would have grown between that and the final scene at the boss where Misumi threw her the that spe- that same exact special weapon that she got from that uh, uh little gremlin guy. Yep. Because uh, I guess I'm kind of ruining it, but like it was that same exact weapon, but it was days later. But the friendship slash teaming up between Kirito and Asuna would have never happened if Mito wouldn't have gone away. True, but what I'm saying yep. is that weapon that Mito gave Asuna yes. was far more advanced than the weapon The level that, 4 regular Kir- rapier, yes. That Kirito gave Asuna. I think yeah, that he, was her. He gave her one, and then she gave her the rare item, which turned out to be like the super rapier. Yes. Yeah, because in the movie... Ki- yeah, Kirito gave Asuna a random rapier that he had received from an item drop yeah. and then she leveled it up a little bit but then Mito gave her this super rare rapier that same exact one that was in that same scene yes all, all I'm saying is what if they survived it and she got that item early she yes she would have they would have been a power she, duo for sure she could have been a more advanced character yes but it also ruins plot points that happen later I know yeah. I know I'm just <laughs> It's just, you know, being a viewer, just like the what ifs. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that would have been a great upgrade for her, but at the same time, like, it would have been terrible growth for her because she needed to learn how to survive with that yeah. medium-grade rapier no, rather than a super-upped one. Yeah. Yes. We started from the bottom and now we're here. Exactly. That's, that's, that's Asuna's life. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you guys think of this movie? 10 out of 10. Yeah. I would highly recommend anyone who likes, even likes Sword Art Online, give this movie a watch. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I... I love watching anime movies. Yes. And this one is... It, it gives me that shit that I wanted more out of season one. Yes. So I wanted season one, core one, to be literally all of SAO. Yes. yes. Or at least all of. I wish. No, no, literally all. So you want to see floor I, for floor? I want to see all 100 floors of SAO. To well, they be don't SAO. beat all 100 floors. I know. But yeah. But that's what I wanted. Yes. That's what I wanted. Do you think the next movie. Okay, I haven't seen the next movie yet, but. Do you think the next one will go into just floor two and then the next one's just no, floor they're, three? No, they're, they're just going to keep progressing like they would. They're going to do they're essentially are. plot fillers, not plot fillers, but they're going to do filler between all the moments in which happened in the anime. So it's like, all right, so what what was Asuna doing from floor two to floor, I, I don't know, 23 was the next one? Basically. Yeah, something like that where you can make, you can make this into four movies movies i i don't know it, it they, really just depends they could literally do so much because yes. well, even within the first four episodes they broke the first 50 floors mm-hmm. half the floors were done in yes. four episodes of the original series they can do as much as they want but what, so, uh, what would you like to see would you like to see floor by floor or would you like to see like every 10 floors oh to reverse time yeah i want i want floor by you floor. want floor by floor yeah <laughs> matt what do you want to see um i would have 
rather had all I am okay like I enjoyed SAO I wish we could have had all of season one been the conclusion so the start and conclusion of beating S, uh, Sword, Art, Sword Art Online the VR MMO like I would have been perfectly fine with that basically filling 12 24 episodes from beginning to what was it episode 11 mm-hmm. where they actually beat well the first what 12 episodes that, yeah they, they beat floor 75 yeah I was gonna say I think 12 episodes made it to yeah, three fourths of the like, way there to the 70s died. and then they they like figured out that it was a cheat well I'm ta- so basically I'm cool I just want I just want more the mm-hmm. the entire I would have much rather had a season or two have been the beginning and conclusion of what season one part one was okay uh, just more in depth I would have loved to see Kirito kind of grinding getting like what did he do to get his dual wielding ability like he because he talks about it, he's like I just randomly figured out I had this ability it's like oh all right so what uh, were you doing didn't he get that during the boss fight of floor seven seven I don't know where he was fighting the um the bull the blue bull with the snake tail remember the minotaur the minotaur Min- the minotaur with the snake tail wait were you talking about the duel with yeah where that's, that's when he that's when he, that's when he used he revealed it. the dual wielding no, no. yes no, let me stop you right there like i said last night i watched the first four <laughs> episodes okay the first four episodes kirito has very very surpassed episode or his kirito has surpassed level 50 yes but 50 what, floors have been done when does he before. fight the minotaur i thought it was floor 27 okay well that's i don't know about a minotaur but the dual swords yes the dual swords and level 50 have nothing to do with each other because yeah they're, no they're no. like 57 at episode four so he reveals that he has dual wielding at the minotaur fight sure boss fight he had already had this ability and he was talking about oh i was going through my skills one night and i just randomly saw it there i would have loved to have been able to see you know it's like hey i just did this super badass fight yeah. here's the night of me going through my skills and being like oh shit i have dual wielding and then him training with it because it's not like hey i'm gonna do a level 60 boss fight and this is the first time i'm gonna dual wield i have no idea what my skills are at this point so fuck it let's just go all out with dual wielding swords right he would have done this ability prior to yeah it would have been much sooner i'm just saying let's put from my perspective from exactly where i left off last night like like i said episode four yeah they rushed through it yes kirito is like level 70 they have cleared more than 50 levels they are very very far in sao as it is so i just want to put a little bit of perspective into where everything is by episode four of the anime because it's not in episode four it doesn't get revealed until episode eight oh i was gonna say like i i didn't reach that part yet yeah yeah and and even then it doesn't say when he got it he just reveals it in the fight and even uh heathcliff which turns out to be uh, Akihito Kaiba, yeah. uh, the maker of the game. The maker, yeah. Uh, he's using cheat codes to defend against it, and yep. that's how everybody found oh. out that he has 
that's, wheel. That's why season one was so fucking awesome. Oh, it was, it was great. Because the creator of the game is the biggest fucking bitch. Oh, that was such that was <laughs> such good drama. I loved it. Oh, yes. I loved it. I, I Absolutely. Never, okay. Oh, I fucking so, loved it. I would say I would just love a more in-depth version of the fight on SA or within SAO the game. Yeah. I did, I, I just I mean I'll, I'll probably speak for much of the SAO uh fan base is I'm sure we could have all lived with fucking 12 seasons of SAO. <laughs> yeah, easily. Just the 100 levels of SAO. So, one thing I'm going to throw out there, the movie is based off a light novel, just like the series is based off a light novel. Yep. So that is it's one of those things where it's like, man, I wish I read books like actual books not the mangas <laughs> yeah because yeah, I'm, there's I'm so many point. light novels where I'm like, man, I would love to know all this intricate details from these series that they don't give us. And this is one yeah. of them. SAO is 100% one of them. SAO is easily amongst the most top favorite anime of, I don't know, the 2010s and above. 2010s, yeah. The yeah. new schools, yeah. yeah. All the new school. Like tw- SAO is so high up there. SAO is what really brought me out of my comfort zone from always just re-binging Naruto Dragon Ball Z and Bleach. When my brother, he he's like, hey, give this show a shot and I guarantee you're going to like it. And I was like, you know, I, I was in college at the time and I was like, uh, you know what? Sure, I got time on my hands. Let me watch this. And uh, I, I haven't reg- I've watched this show at least 15 times. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I, I mean, every year I go through a at least a, an SAO binge. But one thing I would like to see within these movies is at least the boss fight of every single floor that would be awesome yeah i mean they skip so many floors in the show yep no insanely like like what you just said you skip so many you skip so many boss fights mm-hmm. you see like just six like, boss fights you you only see yeah so very few and yes. like i was saying this movie only covers the first two episodes the, and that's just the first boss fight and then episode three episode four all of a sudden we're above level 50 yep what the fuck Fuck happens <laughs> in between. Kirito is not involved. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kirito is probably the one slashing and dashing through most of it. Yeah. The front lines cleared so many lo- so many levels. Yeah, Asuna's Asana, group is the one that actually cleared most of us. I would love to see Asana's that. Asuna's group? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the blood, uh, the Royal Knights or the Bloodlight Knights Ooh, or whatever they're called. That's right. This is unfamiliar now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they cleared, like, a bunch of floors. I mean, it's don't get me wrong, Kirito. T-shirt. cleared a lot of floors solo like yeah. he's just unreal but the whole clan of the blood or royal knights whatever they were the knightly people uh, they cleared a lot of floors on their own mostly due to the fact that they had you know the creator Akihiko uh, Kaiba and Asuna as their you know front commander in general so yeah. I mean I, I would love to see a continuation of that but I think uh, now is probably a good time to take another break <laughs> And now that we're back from our break, uh, Alec, just so you know, it is the Knights of the Blood Oath. That is what Asuna's group is called. Okay, thank you. Just to kind of make sure that we cover that basis. Really, the only thing I have left to talk about is 
I can't wait to watch the second movie. I'm so oh hyped. Oh my god. How how can you keep that in the background? Like, yes, of course I cannot wait to see that. Like mm-hmm. the second it's on Crunchyroll, I'm binging it. Yes. Immediately. Literally, obviously, I cannot wait. Yes, because the first movie, absolutely anybody who liked SAO, anybody who likes this style of anime has to watch this movie because it's great. It is a very well done movie. It's not too theatrical. Like if you were to watch this and think that it was an anime instead of a movie, you wouldn't, you would be shocked that this was an anime movie instead of just a movie. I mean, yeah, this, if the random person was to be brought into this out of the new, yes, I'm sure they would be full. I, I can't say full into it, but like the, I mean, maybe if a random person was just brought into it, just out of the random, they'd be like, yeah, this is going to be an awesome movie. Yep. This, yeah awesome show yes yes but at the same time like i feel like we're all talking from the point of nostalgia i have no idea what this is like from a completely new perspective that's probably from someone who's watched the series over and over yes this was an amazing movie to really bridge the gap yes it was a very well done movie glad they did it Mm -hmm. i'm loving the asana perspective and it kind of fills in a lot of those context points that we really didn't get to see in the anime yeah so as far as this second movie is concerned because you guys haven't watched it yet either correct correct you you have no i have not okay so So all three of us have not yes none of us have seen the the second movie yet is there anything you're hoping to watch as far as the second one is concerned yes i'm so glad you brought that up um the last character that was introduced in this show was a random woman which she had lines on her face and she was like well this is interesting looking at clearly she was watching kirito but she was also watching asuna as well and noticing that kirito was teaming up with her i really want to see what her play is in the next movie and And i was thinking the exact same thing what about you lance and i have the answer oh Oh, do you okay um, and it's only because, like I said, last night I watched four episodes in a row. That chick mm-hmm. is a realistic chick. Mm. Okay, she's in the anime. Okay, okay. No way. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Fill us in a little bit without giving yes, don't everything give too much away, away. But where is she and what does she do? Um, She's basically a nobody. <laughs> All oh. right, cool. Okay. No. Well, clearly um, she's on uh, Ahiko Kaiba's side. Ah, Ahiko? Ahiko? Akahigo. Akahigo Kaiba. Kaiba. She's clearly on his side. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, no. Really? No. Interesting. Okay. She, she is from episode like four ish. She gathers information and she sells information. An inf- oh, so she's, she's an info broker. She's okay. the one that gives Kirito yeah. the information I- about the Santa, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, that girl. She's. In- oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember like like I said I watched through episode Mm -hmm. four I don't remember exactly if it was episode three or four but but she's in there that chick she is definitely in episode three or four Alec had a mind that's all she is she's I never connected those dots she's just a broker yeah it's it's because I recently watched it yeah because when I saw her I was like all right what's she doing I thought she was completely new 
I didn't recognize yeah. her at all. Yeah. All right. Well, that is good to know. All okay. Right, cool. So that makes okay. So because the movie made some stupid sprinkle into her, mm-hmm. she's gonna have a little bit more inspiration in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Okay. So now that I've told you guys that she has this inspiration on the anime itself. Yes. So what if? She has some stupid ass shit that's going to happen <laughs> in this next movie. I mean, like, I mean, I, I don't I, think I, all I, I want to say right now is, as of today, we're going to launch two weeks after the launch of the launch, the Mob Psycho movie no. or show. We're going to launch after movie release in the actual movie theaters. Yep. Oh, so, oh of, of the next movie. So yeah. people, so, people will have known see, what happens. Right, so this we, I just want to let people know that this, that this is thoughts before we've actually seen the actual movie because none of us have actually seen part two of the movie as of yet. You held yes. up three thing fingers there. <laughs> I am throwing up so many fingers because anime teaches me you can throw up four fingers. He said and after it, the third movie, and it means nothing. Yeah, he's he's uh, Italian. That's what it is. Gotcha. Yeah, Italian. You gotta talk with your hands. You, you, you talk. You talk with your hands. Uh, I am wearing an Italian jacket. By by for everyone who can't see me. Italia, Italia. My yes. love. My last name is Lumberdozy. Italian. You have no I talk idea. with my hands. I want pizza so bad right now. <laughs> oh, do you? Do you want pizza right now? Pizza. Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice. I don't, <laughs> I don't care where it's from, but like fucking pizza. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Yes. So I will say because of that piece of information, I feel like she's only going to play a role in the fact that she is going to kind of give away some stuff, i.e. being a information broker. Mm-hmm. But as far as the second one, second movie is concerned, if this isn't where Mito dies, I have no idea where it's going to happen. Okay. I think she's just a movie character. No, no, she gotta no, die. no, no, it no, has to. No, no, because <laughs> no, she's in the anime itself. Uh-huh. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Where? She's Mito an- is not in the anime anywhere. Mito? Mito, yes. Mito. The best friend. Asuna's best friend. Has oh, to die. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the mystery character. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We're no, no. talking about Mito. Mito okay. is not okay. anywhere in so, the anime. So we'll, we'll go back. I think in the second movie, Mito has to die mm-hmm. because after, I feel like after the second movie, you're going to go into the points where Asuna and Kirito are kind of intertwined with each other. Yep. And it would make no no sense that Mito is not in the picture. Yeah, she has to die. She has to die. If I she does, if she doesn't die, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> she but, doesn't. She but doesn't. Then there's be- a third movie. No, no, no. She doesn't belong in the first place. So. Fuck it, it doesn't matter in the end anyway. You, so you think she's her death is inevitable? Yes. I also agree, but it's, I think you, no, so you no, think it's in the second no, movie. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. It's not that it's inevitable, it's that it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> okay. It, it never mattered. Is I mean, this canon? Her? Yeah. Is this so, movie canon? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I didn't look it up. Fuck. So 
Are we going to talk about canon now? So I'm going to go with yes, because it is written by the same person who wrote the original white uh-huh. novels. It's, yeah. So I'm going to go with yes, it's just a different perspective of the same storyline as the anime of SAO. I'm going to ask a really ignorant question right now. Yes. What is the difference between a light novel and a manga? So as it just depends on how the original source is made. So Dragon Ball Z, it's wait, original. Wait, 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 wait. Dragon Ball Z, its original source is Shonen Jump mm-hmm. manga. Yes. SAO, Jobless Reincarnation, um, Shield Hero. Its original source is going to be a light novel. So however it started is what I consider its re- original source. Um, Konosuba, its original source was a light novel. So then they made... What is a light novel, though? Is that it, like, It's essentially a... Is it words and pictures? Or it's a, just It's pictures? just words. So it, a lot of times it can be a web novel. So it's an online version of a book. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> clearly you have something to say. Please say it. Yes, what? A light novel is literally a book. Yes, it's a book. Okay. That's all it is. It's all. Harry, it's just a book. No Harry, pictures. Harry Potter is just a book. Okay. It's a light novel, but in what, a, a what, English what I What I am writing is just a book. Yes. That's a light novel. A light novel is literally... A short book. A book. No, it's not a short book. A book. A book. Why? What's, what's a heavy novel? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Don't get complicated on us. So... It has the word light in there. That's an adjective. So clearly there must be a heavy novel. If it's a heavy novel, that means that novelist thinks that they have more power upon themselves and they're a fucking douchebag. You're going to say that. <laughs> Fuck that douchebag. So so I, I think that's just the coin term for a, that means they f- a novel. That means... That they think they're better than the rest of us. All right. A light novel versus a manga? Thanks, Lance. Or a light novel versus a heavy novel. So, yeah, that one. But a light novel, or excuse me. I gave myself bite marks. I'm sorry. Um, Are you sorry to yourself? So, you really did bite yourself. Yes. Oh did. my god, there's bite marks. I'm aware. I was watching. So, uh, Konosuba. I yes, I am aware you bit yourself. Yeah, I, I saw I, that. I just wanted you to see it because, like, like I, I bit myself, but like I was watching. Fuck, I didn't think I bit myself that hard. That's because you're drunk. <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, no, yes. Yes, yes. Both? Yes, yes. Both? Yes no, yes, no. or yes, yes. You yes, said both. Yes. yes, yes. Anyway, <laughs> the. the <laughs> The best example I can give you is Konosuba, just because I we mm-hmm. kind of recently did it. The anime is mm-hmm. based off the light novel, and then the manga is based off the light novel as well. Okay. So just because there's variations between the manga and the anime does not mean that the anime is not canon to the light novel because there could be certain aspects that the manga (laughs) is going to dictate off the light novel that the anime might not actually show. So that doesn't mean that the variations are non-canon, but it also doesn't mean that it is canon at the same time. If that makes sense. I have a 
follow-up question. What is yes. more canon, the light novel or the manga? The original source. Can Whatever the original no, no. source is. Let me, let's me. let just put a pin in it. <laughs> Can, canon uh-huh. means original source. Yes. Okay. Canon. That's where it stabs. So canon. Dragon Ball GT is not from the original source. No. Yes and no. No. No, it's not. Not at all. Yes. I've and? always I've always assumed that it's not at all. Yes and no. What do you mean by yes and no? Because it was supposed to be, but it's it, but it's a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna go into opinions. No, so, no, no, I'm just no, going no, over what is canon and what is not. It's so. not about opinions. It's about. Was it made by the original creator? Yes. Was it? Akira Toriyama. Yes. He created all of that. He created Dragon Ball GT. Yes. But... <laughs> and did did what? the creator of Sao also create GT? No, the progressive. Hey, yes. Hey, no, 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 the hey, progressive. Yes, hey, yes, yes, hey. Yes, yes, so don't, it's canon. Don't yes. don't okay. go from, don't go from Dragon Ball to Sao. He's no. too he's too drunk to think of two things at once. No, no, that, that's what I'm. <laughs> yes at. and no, but I'm also right. I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, so that's why I brought up Dragon Ball GT. But like, I've always known that that's not canon. Not canon to the original storyline. Exactly. But is this ex- is this canon to Sao? Yes. Progressive is canon to Sao. Yes. 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 So that that is confirmed. It, it is the same story, but from Asuna's viewpoint. Okay. That. that I always get confused on that, and I always like to get a confirmation. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sure there's other viewers out there, such as myself, that just get very confused with canon and non-canon, and we just like the content anyway, so we just watch it no matter what. I'm going to yes. say it's canon because there is there is the spin-off series of the light novel that it, like all this shit is real. Like Okay. That, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. Yes. That's all I yes. want to say. Like, I just want to say for our viewers, like, if you want to read this, this is real stuff. Read it. Watch it. Live it. Love it. I mean, you can't watch it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> the author of this shit is doing some real shit. Oh, they are and so creative. Like, they're, they're, they're trying to keep well, What's his and, name? We need, a, we need to reference it. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it, anyway. The point is, we're trying to stay realistic to everything, and everything is to the point yes i'd love to stay as close to the original source as possible just because it helps me base my viewpoints of what i'm watching i i like the dragon ball z movies some of them were good some of them were terrible i didn't really care as long as they were enjoyable Ooh, I mean, if you want to start talking about dragon ball no no i don't i don't want to go down that that we uh, can go down dragon, dragon ball. ball for like eight hours so there's another episode only right. talk about sao i really enjoyed this movie Absolutely. i thought it was really well done i would 100% recommend this to anybody who enjoys this style of show clearly <laughs> oh we know Matt told me to Uber, so I'm going to Uber. Okay. Um, As you pour yourself half a glass of bourbon. <laughs> fucking four fingers means four. <laughs> That's like two hands. Four fingers is a glass. I'm just saying. <laughs> Get on my level. I, I, I have a family to return to. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, cool. Anyway. You're driving um, and I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
This All is right. great. I love this. <laughs> I, I love you guys. This is, this, is the, this is one of the funnest nights I've ever had. This oh, is deep, great. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. <sighs> oh, okay. Here's the deal. This is going to be the one of the... <laughs> That's gonna be one of the hardest fucking episodes I've recorded. Alright. Um, that, that doesn't I, I think that's gonna conclude our episode. Yeah, because the lance can't keep recording. So I think we're gonna we're no, gonna wait, end we there. Need, we need to make sure it's smooth. Yes. Yeah, I got you. All I gotta talk about as far as uh, the SAO movie is concerned, very well done. I can't wait to watch the second one. I know you guys are probably in the same boat as I am. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I cannot wait. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the anime lounge podcast again we are brought to you by the anime show make sure to check them out on facebook and instagram also make sure to check out our affiliate with the right stuff anime.com check out all that anime goodness that you can see on their website i loving everything that they've got up on there definitely some great awesome stuff going on on that website make sure to subscribe rate and review on wherever you are listening to this podcast and hope everyone enjoyed another episode have a good one there guys have a good night <laughs>